folks, and welcome to The Bend. I am your host, Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. Beck, 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 Thank you for tuning in. Today's show, doing something a little different here, two-part series with a fan of The Bend. Mark Dreesen is joining us. He will be sharing his adventure of moving more remotely to the backcountry of Montana. We can't wait to hear all about it. Full show, folks, with outdoor news and so much more, so let's get rolling. First off, remember, we love hearing from all of you. Comments, stories, ideas. Get a hold of me anytime. Call or text 305-900-BEND. That is 305-900-2363. Or drop an email at bendradioshow at gmail.com. Joining today and in the background is my producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. I'm kind of laughing a little bit. I got to share this with you. I'm looking at my Facebook and here was a a hiker. I don't know where he, where this was at, but he's going through going through, <laughs> going through the trees and it apparently, I don't know, there's a bunch of open heifers. Okay. That, <laughs> that he was and it scared the hiker to death oh he my thought gosh. they were cha- i'm watching this right now he thought these <laughs> these heifers were chasing him because what are they doing their heifers are the co- most curious yes, animal out him. there <laughs> they're bucking in play oh he's scared to death i'm sorry it's just it's funny you all get out so okay i'm gonna have to find out who this is and he might have to be in our spotlight right hear his version of the story I scared him to death <laughs> It's funny. I showed you the video. I mean, it, uh, it's funny, isn't it? That it's just a bunch of curious heifers. Were okay, back to work. Sorry. That sound means it's time for our spotlight segment. And first off, a quick shout out to my nephew, Hank Warner. Happy birthday, bud. This ranch kid, my hat is off to. I'm going to break on him just a little bit here. He's going into the fifth grade this fall. And between watching him on the ranch, roping calves, helping feed cows, to throwing a football, to him becoming our fisherman of the nephews, it's been quite a joy. And actually, Tigger's been taking him under his wing a little bit and trying to teach him to do some fly fishing. And uh, his uh, surprise gift is going to be a couple of uh, setting him up for the future, do some fly fishing. And Well, now you ruin the surprise. Well, what if know, he's listening to the show before we give him the present? Well, here's the deal. I'm Hank, planning on ears. telling him that he can't listen to this episode live on air. He has to listen to the uh, podcast version Got later. It. Got it. <laughs> and, you know, Hank and I embarked on an adventure last year. We headed to the Rocky Mountain National Park for a week. We enjoyed hiking and fly fishing for trout and even a midnight off-road wild ride adventure. His first plane ride, right? Yes. That's okay. actually something I started doing with my nephews. And, and folks, I always talk about, you know, making memories, take the time, make the memories. Well, this is something I started doing with my nieces and nephews is when they hit their 10th birthday, I think, bless their parents, they get to go on a trip with their crazy aunt Beck. And uh, that means they get to go on their first airplane ride and we go somewhere and we spend just some one-on-one time on an adventure with just myself and that niece or nephew. Two down and what? One, two, three, four now. because Four to go because your brother just had another another wee one. So you've got yes. four, five to go. Five to go. Five? Five oh, to go. boy. So, you know, some people have college funds. Yeah. We have um, vacation funds. Yeah. <laughs> okay, on to our second spotlight today. It is our country's newest national park, the New River Gorge National Park and Preserve located in West Virginia. Or, to give a better idea on the location, 
Tigger, this is being bumped up high on my bucket list. The bucket, it's a pretty big bucket you're starting to get, by the way. <laughs> All right, despite the name, the New River, the New River is actually one of the oldest rivers in the world. And get this, it runs northeasterly from the Blue Ridge Mountains and cutting through the Appalachian Plateau. Because of this national park's amenities to adventurers like exceptional whitewater rafting, mountain biking, hiking, and rock climbing, the New Gorge River Convention and Visitors Bureau is dubbing it as almost heaven. If you have the chance to visit, highlights, of course, in the New River Gorge itself, the deepest and longest river gorge in the Appalachian Mountains spans 50-plus miles, the Sandstone Falls, a waterfall spanning 1,500 feet, and there is the New River Gorge Bridge linking the towns of Lansing and Fetisville, West Virginia, and it, the bridge, is believed to be the longest single-span arch bridge in the Western Hemisphere and the third highest bridge in the United States. An architectural wonder, if you ask me. So there you have it. My bucket list has had something added to it and the spotlight for this week. For more info on the New River Gorge National Park and our other great national parks, be sure to head to nps.gov. Again, that is nps.gov sit back and enjoy the news amtrak is getting back on track folks and small business in vermont are excited as amtrak service is finally back after the suspension of the service in march 2020 vermont isn't the only state celebrating the return of amtrak in missouri the amtrak is returning to pre-covid conditions and offering now two round trip trains per day meaning the train will stop in washington four times per day, twice while traveling eastbound to St. Louis, and twice while traveling westbound towards Kansas City. Heading to Colorado. Colorado partially lifted some fishing restrictions along a 27-mile stretch of the Colorado River. Biologists are still warning that historically low water flows caused by the western drought, high water temperatures, and wildfire sediment that are all starving the trout of oxygen could force future bans. Anglers may now fish any time between midnight and noon when the waters are cooler from State Bridge on the Upper Colorado to Red Dirt Creek west of Glenwood Springs. Remember everyone to always check with your local fish and wildlife prior to heading out. Heading to Washington and Idaho, the wildfires spreading through Washington State and Idaho are forcing agencies to shut down popular recreational areas and there is a strong possibility that some may not reopen in time for the fall hunting seasons. Washington Department of Fish and Wildlife closed an entire ranger district in Washington's Blue Mountains, a popular big game hunting area, along with many other units, as did the Idaho Department of Fish and Wildlife. Both agencies speculate the closures to last a month or until the conditions improve. Next, Michigan. The search is on for the majestic trees in Michigan and maybe the country in the big tree hunt. Relief Michigan is seeking your assistance in identifying the state's largest trees with the biggest in each species to be registered in a state database. According to the 2020 National Register of Champion Trees, Michigan currently only holds one title. There are hundreds of tree species that don't have yet registered champions. The big tree hunt is a great opportunity to add to this list and get Michigan trees noticed nationwide. Check out realleafmichigan.org. In our last and final news, Tom Hanks, the actor. 
From 1993 to 2017, Tom Hanks' home away from home while on set was his custom Airstream trailer. Now the iconic camper is heading to auction. The 65-year-old actor's 1992 model 34 Limited Excella travel trailer is being offered as part of the annual Quails Lodge auction in Carmel, California on Friday, August 13th. According to the auction listing, the Airstream was used for movies ranging from 1993's Sleepless in Seattle to 2017's The Circle. All of the hand-picked furniture by Tom Hanks himself comes with the Airstream, as well as the actors including plenty of mementos, like stickers from the various locations Hanks traveled to while filming, and memorabilia from some of his better-known films, like a mug signed by the cast of Apollo 13. And Hanks even saw fit to prove authenticity to sign one of its faux wood panels. Hanks' Airstream is scheduled to hit the block again on Friday, August 13th. The trailer is being sold without reserve, but the auction house expects it to hammer down for between $150,000 to $250,000. After the break, we head to the backcountry of Montana. Stay where you are. We'll be right back. In the field, on the farm, or in the saddle, we're right there with you in your pocket, on your phone, and everywhere you go. RFD TV Now, current ag reports, geo-targeted weather, live streaming 24-7, and our full collection of shows you love at the tip of your finger. At less than $10 a month, it's the cheapest tool on the farm. Download the app today and start watching RFD TV Now. To be known, you have to be seen. To be seen, you have to get noticed. Downtown Threads has us covered. They provide that upscale, stylish, and noticeable custom embroidery design for premium clothing, apparel, and caps. Downtown Threads Oklahoma has the graphic design team and knowledge to take your look to the next level and be seen. Call today, 580-237-7060, and follow us on Facebook at Downtown Threads Oklahoma. I am getting wound up just like everyone else to get on the water. Cast a line, land the big one. So instead of telling the story about the one that got away, how about landing the keepers? The bite is on in South Dakota at Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service. Cast, wait, set the hook, and bam, reel in the biggins. Check out Loeb's Lake Oahe Guide Service on Facebook for year-round tips, tricks, and to book your next successful trip. Welcome back, folks. Today, I have a treat. You hear me say this all the time. Never know what listening, following, and liking the show could get you. Well, today, joining from Kalispell, Montana, is a fan of both The Bend and Tigger's show, Ranch It Up. Mark Dreesen is here. Mark's not just a fan and follower of the show. He's a husband, a dad, and grandpa that continues to find ways as an outdoor enthusiast like all of us, to keep engaging his family and friends on adventures. He takes on this trail we call life. Mark, thank you for being here today. We met thanks to this crazy show and social media. Come to find out, we're originally from, in a way, the same neck of the woods. Me and you go way back to like our first Facebook request, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. Where, you know, hey, you guys want to go uh, hiking waterfalls or something? <laughs> 
how did you uh, end up out in, you're in Kalispell, because I know you're a flatlander like myself, and lake country yeah. out in this way, and now you're in Big Sky. Man, that's, uh, that's a journey in itself, to be 100% honest with you. I drove out here. I landed on March 7th of 2017, and I've been here since. And uh, it took me about a year before I said, okay, let's go figure things out and see what this country is about. Because when I got out here, coming from the flatlands, right, mm-hmm. like these mountains to me, they, I felt enclosed, and I felt like I was contained if that makes sense. Like I can't see my dog run away for seven days, you know? (laughs) That's a great way of explaining those of us that grew up as flatlanders that yes, you can see a gopher with a a dust trail behind it for seven miles. (laughs) Yeah. And so, I mean, I got out here and it's like, oh man, this is really rough. But after a year, I kind of like bit the bullet and I said, okay, I'm going to learn as much as I can about this state and figure out what's unique about it and what I can take out of it. Because I've always told everybody this. I said, the biggest thing that you need to do in life is you need to be like a continued learner. And if you're not learning something, then you're just staying in place. You know, I always, uh, it sounds funny, but I kind of reference Winnie the Pooh to everybody, right? Mm-hmm. And I always tell them, say, and I, I might screw up this quote from Winnie the Pooh, but Winnie the Pooh looked at Will Robinson in one of the episodes, and he said, I always like going somewhere because I have to leave the place that I was. Okay, if that isn't a moment to just reflect right there. Very well put. Yes, you have to keep moving, and that's why we keep creating memories and moments to look back and go, yes, those were good things. They pushed us forward. Absolutely. That's uh, that's honestly my whole point of my social profile when it comes to uh, like my Facebook accounts and things. One of the things that I do with my social media profile I put all of my memories, all my adventures, all my experiences, all of that stuff out there. And I do that because, one, I want my kids and my grandkids to remember who I was and how I enjoyed life. And I think sometimes when we think back on memories, right, we always forget little things like what's the tone of the voice? How did they speak? And I think those things are really important about our grandpas, our grandmas, our aunts, our uncles. So I figure the more that I put out there, the more videos that I do, the more my kids, my grandkids are all going to remember my voice and remember how I lived life. Oh, that makes a lot of sense. And I can completely understand that as well. Many followers, friends of the show have noticed Tigger and I are very transparent as well with our lives. We weren't blessed with kids. And if nothing else, even try to inspire other people to get out and enjoy the outdoors, get out and enjoy doing some of these activities together. So what you're doing, I completely understand and applaud you for, because those are those things that, you know, you look back and you're right. I lost my dad many years ago. And I would love to be able to find some other footage that had his voice on it. So I completely understand what you're doing with this. This is good stuff. Oh, absolutely. It's, it's a lot of fun. And the best part is, is like my kids have become part of it now. So my, uh, my two oldest boys have decided they want to live in Montana. I said, and let's just go enjoy it. And it's been awesome because I get to go hiking with my boys. I go fishing with them. We're going hunting this year for the first time. And uh, my one boy has two little girls. So my granddaughters have been out with me for the last few weeks for a, vac- for a vacation for the summer. And that's been amazing. So I got to take my two little granddaughters, Haley and Lily, out hiking. So I've taken them to waterfalls. We just recently went out huckleberry picking, which if you're not native to Montana, okay, I'll just tell you this. 
huckleberry patches are one of the most protected secrets and protected areas of anything out here. It's funny because when you when I first got out here, I saw these and I would ask people, I'd be like, hey, can you tell me where to get huckleberries? And they would literally laugh in your face and they'd be like, yeah, right. And they would just walk away and you're like, what is this all about? Like, what's so big about huckleberries, right? I found them two years ago and I found three different spots. And so now we go up there and we pick huckleberries. And every year what I do is I make huckleberry jam. This year we tried a new huckleberry thing and we did huckleberry crisp over top of ice cream. That's oh so God, delicious. And, you know, I now I'm envisioning because Tigger and I have gotten into making homemade ice cream. So now I'm envisioning pouring this huckleberry syrup over the ice cream. Oh, my gosh, that sounds delicious. Oh, yeah. It's it's like a huckleberry syrup like that you have granola crisp over top of and then you put it over top of your ice cream and it slowly melts that ice cream, you know, or like at the very bottom, you get that little skim of milk at the bottom and then you just kind of dig into it. So it's like biting in a soft serve ice cream with this like beautiful warm syrup. It's amazing. That's all I'll say. All I can say too is, is Mark, I didn't realize we could have a cooking show too. Now I'm like, oh my gosh, we're all over the place. This is terrific. And I'm laughing too, because it sounds like, now I'm familiar with huckleberries because I have been able to do a lot of traveling and, and I do my elk hunting in Montana and I go, I've been up to Glacier a couple of times and you're right. Huckleberry is a big thing for Montana, but I did not realize that it was, you know, those bushes were kept top secret. Kind of like if you go out East and you're into morel mushrooms, like in Michigan, it's almost yep. like they will that location of where those those mushrooms are. It almost sounds like that could be the same with the huckleberries. Oh yeah, and morels are a big thing out here too. We go hiking for morels, and uh, and you got to go hiking and work pretty hard for those. We find a lot of burn spots to go hiking for morels, and sometimes you're going a mile to two miles back, which really isn't that much when you think about it, right? Because mm -hmm. it's a total of a four mile trip. Some of these hikes that we do are up to ten or twelve miles. But just to go after a single patch of morel mushrooms, we'll go after them, we'll find them. But one of the things that me and my wife do is that when we do go out and we do go hiking is we go find huckleberries and we make the huckleberry jam and we go find morel mushrooms and we take back the mushrooms. But we don't usually keep them for ourselves because both of us kind of have the theory that we've got enough in life. Like we don't need to be overabundant on, on things, if that makes sense. And so when we make the jams, when we get the morel mushrooms, we usually find like an elderly individual who would really enjoy them because as they grow in years and they teach us lessons, we know that they can't get out and do some of these things. So we go out and we do them for them and then we pass on that. Wow, Mark. Way to give back. Recognizing and giving respect to our elders who really are the ones that pave the way is for what we are doing out in the outdoors. Mark, we need more of your time. Stay tuned, folks. Mark, I know I haven't formally asked you yet, but I'm telling you, you know, you're coming back to tell us more about Montana and your passion for hiking. Folks, don't go anywhere. We make our final bend right after this. Hey guys and gals, this is John Armand with Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV. Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV travels the back roads to the backwaters in pursuit of the ultimate adventure in hunting and fishing. Join Team UOA every week for exciting action in the crosshairs of the outdoors. Catch Ultimate Outdoor Adventures TV on YouTube, Amazon Prime, 
and make sure to follow Team UOA on Facebook and Instagram to share in the ultimate outdoor adventure. Pony team and I have pony three hundred dollars, but not pony to eat the big pony. Hello, I'm Shane Wolf of Wolf Auctioneers. Our family has been in agriculture for over a century and in the auction business since 1964. With our knowledge of the land, competitive bidding, and experience in marketing, we will no doubt reach the highest potential of your land. Visit our website at wolfauctioneers.com, your land and equipment auctioneers. Under Dan 50, sold. Pro Rodeo fans, watch the Cowboy Channel anytime, anywhere with PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus. Live stream the Cowboy Channel or watch your favorite PRCA rodeos on demand. Classic PRCA rodeos added weekly. Get the PRCA on the Cowboy Channel Plus for only $9.99 a month or save 25% by signing up for a full year. Visit CowboyChannelPlus.com to sign up and start streaming today. Welcome back, folks, to this final bend. All right, in the crosshairs today, we're talking about preparation in tents, camping, how important it is to actually get your gear out and set it up ahead of time. Tigger's kind of smirking at me because... I'm not smirking, I'm shaking my head. Okay, all right, this is our situation. We always tell it as it is. I, in the past, have been somebody that, what would you say, flies by the seat of her pants? Mm -hmm. Yes, and Tigger is somebody that has a list, has it planned out crossed off <laughs> he knows exactly what where and how it's going to go you've been lucky flying by the seat of your pants all of the adventures you've been on and there's a slug of them crew i mean <laughs> it has been very interesting your life i'm gonna say and you've been lucky but one of these days it's gonna it's gonna jump up and bite you and you're gonna be thankful for me preparing the way that i do set that stuff up before you go out and use it make sure you know how to use it well, okay, I have learned a lot from Tigger, so I think I bring him the good in getting him to be a little more spontaneous. At the same time, yes, you are right. There are some very good things to do ahead of time. And you know what? This exercise in itself, I will say, was one of them. And that's where we've gone through our camping gear. And when I'm talking camping, I'm talking about using our tents and camping that way and realizing that the things we needed for maybe saying, car camping, which is when you actually have a site, you can keep your vehicle close by and you are allowed a few like more extra light luxuries, yeah, I, I guess, because like, your like car, car is right there versus backpacking in and then realizing how ultra light you need to get that gear to and be able to fit on and your that's back. pricey too. I mean, for everything to be ultra light and you're trying to get your weight down, not even dry weight. I'm it not even talking water. It can get expensive real very, quick. Very, very expensive on that. And the R&D can too. Yes, yes. And when he says R&D, we're talking about research and development on this. So what we did recently is with the tents. We are focusing more or less on what kind of a tent or tents do we need to be able to backpack in and stay within a certain budget on the, on the pocketbook yeah, as well. Yeah, good luck with that one. <laughs> Oh, okay. So what we realized is we set up, we went and bought an assortment of different adult two to three man tents. And when we say assortment- And some very expensive ones we were trying. I mean, yeah, we, so we, we tried we, some beautiful, beautiful ultra, I wanted those, some of them, that, you know, they only weighed three pounds. And I was kind of with. the I mean, nail on those. Awesome. I said, honey, that's a little too much. Uh, so yes, we did. We did try the expensive ones on down to the little bit more price point. 
where we felt more comfortable acceptable you know and a good thing we did because what we realized in setting up these tents was that it's not just whether it says it's a one man two man or how many people are going with you backpacking is some of them you get to be feeling a little claustrophobic and that was me yes that was you we realized quickly that we both weren't going to be able to sleep in the same tent because of how small a two man can be and then if you think about you want to be able to put your gear maybe inside with you or how, not how small a single person tent can be yes a single yes. yeah very claustrophobic yes and then as we set these up we also realized when we started looking at the dimensions of them and going back to the store consider this we realized the youth tents out there many of them were the same size as the adult tent we're talking a four foot by seven foot. And they have been overlooked many times. People Unbelievably walk past overlooked. them because it says kids. And we realized we grabbed one Half for giggles, price. for grins and, uh, grins and g- giggles. See, I said that is normally <laughs> what I don't say with that phrase. And uh, the only difference was the price wh- point. The price and the color, maybe it well, was. Well, there might have been a little bit glow in the dark fabric on them. And not even that much glowy. But oh my gosh, for the price point, yeah, I am all in on the kids gear there's our tip for the week remember always if you have a topic we should investigate or have a tale of your own to share send it this way call text 305-900-BEND that is 305-900-2363 or email bendradioshow at gmail.com social media we are everywhere like us follow us on facebook and instagram at that's a with the circle the bend show a huge thank you to everyone who came around the bend Producer and sound engineer, Jeff Tigger Earhart. Outdoorsman and fan of the band, Mark Dreesen, for his part one on his move to the backcountry. As always, remember, folks, to keep sending in those adventure pictures. Hunting, fishing, camping, hiking, everything. We want to see those around the bend pictures while you are out. We love seeing what everyone is doing in the outdoors. Missed this episode? Remember, you can find all our shows on the website, thebendshow.com and they can be played on all of the podcast platforms out there thank you to our partners wolf auctioneers ranch house coffee mickey's mustard downtown threads oklahoma ultimate outdoor adventures tv lobes lake Oahe guide service rfd tv and the cowboy channel finally a big thanks to all of you listeners out there that came along Keep up with me, Beck, all week long by following The Bend on Facebook and on Instagram at The Bend Show. This is Rebecca Warner, and remember to catch Beck if you can next week on The Bend. Mm -hmm.